It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. My dog's name was Mabel, and I nicknamed her Booty, so. Booty. Booty. Yo, Booty, get over here. <laughs> um, but that has a backstory I'm not going to get into. That, I mean... <laughs> That sounds like a juicy backstory, if you know what I'm saying. A juicy uh, booty backstory. <laughs> juicy booty. That's a that's a rap name that I take on. I my my speaking of nicknames, some people call me Booty Czar. No <laughs> that's one calls true. me. Some people. Some people call me Bulbasaur because yeah. that sounds like my last Christmas name. Christmas Bulbasaur. That's right, Christmas Bulbasaur. Uh, if I was a Pokemon, and uh, why? What would you, we've talked about this? Your po- his Pokemon name. Wait for it. It would be. Igalta, and he he would say it like that. In the past episode, we brought this up. <laughs> His Pokemon name would be Igalta, and he's an eagle with ice power. I have ice and electric powers. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh man, welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome to another episode of ICBTB podcast. Oh. Um, we'll let uh, Kate over here introduce the baddies to the show so mm. however you want to introduce uh this radio show this podcast whatever you may call it <laughs> oh, do it as you may i'm really bad at this uh this podcast is basically about reviewing movies that have had poor ratings uh-huh. but i as the guest personally think it's a really good movie you this is one of your top five this is one of my top five that's a big deal yeah and there are like princess, millions of movies princess bride is in my top five solid choice can we hear the top five yeah yeah yeah. Since okay it's so like, like a, not a secret princess bride is number one yeah okay mm. I'm, I'm not i'm not I, questioning the, i'm the asking next, the so princess bride has been consistent number one the rest kind of shift okay so okay, yeah, then yeah, yeah. it's like uh Man, this is gonna sound so. It's like your bad. MySpace top five. Yeah, uh, the Bratz oh, movie, uh, <laughs> uh, the so Lizzie like... McGuire movie, Sisterhood of Traveling Pants, two, the uh, Yaya Sisterhood. So I love Princess Bride, mm-hmm. The Birdcage, mm-hmm. Gotcha, Kiki's Delivery Service, mm. um, Practical Magic, mm-hmm. and then Muppets Treasure Island. Wow, really? Not I the Muppets l- movie? No, Muppets Treasure. Island. It's, yeah, I mean, OG Muppets is, yeah, 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 yeah. That movie is fire. Treasure Island Muppets is hilarious. It is. None That's of the those. One like, um, sorry, but that my favorite line from that one is, uh, what's the rat, what's um, the little oh, rat's friend name? Oh, oh, um. Fucking Scooter's friend. Anyways, he's like, uh, if you're gonna, you've got to go through him, you got to go through me. And they're all doing this, like, standing yeah. up for the kid. And then he's like, and if you want to get to him, you'll have to negotiate difficultly with me. <laughs> yeah, he's like. No, I'm not going to do that. I love him in that movie because he's just like in the background being like, I don't want confrontation. I just want to make money. Just uh-huh. be a pirate. Oh. Have you not seen oh, Muppet Treasure Island? No, the whole con- I have It's not. Rizzo. Rizzo the Rat. So the Rizzo whole concept the for Rizzo the Rat in Rizzo that movie will come back later. is like, uh, so Rizzo basically like they're all getting on this pirate ship. It's based on uh, Treasure oh. Island. And Rizzo is basically like gets on the uh, the pirate ship with them. But instead of like uh, actually being along the story, he's kind of a subplot. And his subplot is he's like selling cruise tickets to other nice. rats. Nice <laughs> on on the ship. On this wow, this he's guy a, knows how to uh, make money. You seen like <laughs> Muppets Christmas Carol? Uh, back then he kind of plays the same character where he's like a semi narrator, but also a player, but also like uh, breaks the fourth wall. Yeah, I like this 1, guy already. He's the Deadpool of the Muppet universe. He That's is. exactly what I was gonna say. Yes. Was like Deadpool. I did really like the Muppet movie, not the newest one, um, mm-hmm. but the one that Jason Siegel wrote. Oh yeah, the, one where it's like, the where second ha- and newest one where they have the song "Am I a Man or a Muppet?" And yeah. honestly, 
I think about that song way more than I should. I mean, that sounds symbolic. It's weird because the Muppets movies randomly have fire tracks. Uh, oh, the Rainbow Connection. Music. Like is uh, the greatest song ever. So great! It's like that's why I love this one out of all the Muppets movies because the track is so fire. Can like, we talk about this movie? Yeah, we'll yeah. talk. All right, baddies. This is no longer like, about practical magic. Yeah, no, this is no about longer. Muppets. Yeah, Treasure Island. We're not talking it about witches. We're Muppets. talking about pirates this Halloween. Uh-huh. What do you? Oh, this is. By the way. Congratulations! Is, yeah. You are the guest for our Halloween special. Yay. This is our Halloween episode. This is going to drop uh, right before Halloween. Uh, yes. Yeah. So yes. I was gonna say, what if we dropped it twice? Huh? We'll drop the same exact episode. <laughs> no, no difference, but just yeah. also on the thirty first. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and no, we'll title make one it the black Halloween and white. <laughs> make one black and white. Ooh, but Ooh. only on the audio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. No one can see. This is the black and white version audio. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Like it's meta. Wow, did you hear that? Second if podcast. If you can hear it, you can hear it. You know, a lot yeah. of people heard their Halloween special on Thursday, but if you listen to the one on Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, it's actually black and white. We have, yeah, and take it how you want to take it. But mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be dropping some special Easter eggs, and at the end of the episode, we'll play the Michael Jackson's "Black or White." Yeah, that's that's the only difference. <laughs> at the end of the episode, it's Michael Jackson's "Black or White." Oh my! Anyway, goodness. um, yeah, so. Kate, you brought to us a movie called Practical, Practical Magic. Practical Magic. We were supposed to say it at the same time, but I fucked up on timing, and I'm the one that prompted and it. And I pronounced it weird because I got nervous. But it's, it's okay. <laughs> we're only over 100 episodes in, and... Humble brag? People say it takes 400 episodes to get really good. Really? Is that what they said? That's no. a lie. I'm pretty that's sure Malcolm Gladwell said 10,000 sure hours. Lie. I think it's... Yeah. I think it's 10,000 hours. So that's 10,000 episodes. Wayne, we're not even close. Like, no, but think about all the hours of work we put in not on air. You're mm. right, man. Billable um, hours. Billable hours. That's true. Uh, Kate. I got to the bottom. This is why I'm like not kind of talking right now. I got to the bottom of my chapstick, my favorite chapstick. Oh, no. That never happened. That never that it's like literally, it's like never happened. Wow. Yes. So like, what's at the what's at the end? What's at the bottom? Yeah. Like, is there a you prize? Have to like, is there a treasure chest? No. There, you have to like Muppet? scrape the bottom for your favorite chapstick and wait for like, like the point where you can no longer get it on your lips, and then you're just tormented this, by you're just ripping the, your lips with the plastic. <laughs> now? Yes. I, Buy so a new chapstick. I have no, one I last tangent. We, we should go on about chapstick. Do you guys ever roll out the chapstick as far as it goes and just think, I could bite this. <laughs> All the time, <laughs> dude. Yes, I'm okay, connecting with you. I've never thank been God. more like I, I I rate my conversations like how much <gasps> are in the pocket are we right? Right now, I've the never been pocket. in a deeper pocket with you anyone. Just like roll it out like just about an inch more. And you're like, I could bite. Do this you want right to see yeah. the chapstick? Let's see it. Yeah, I can't roll it up anymore. Bonkers. Isn't that, I like. I was shook. I was shook. I was in a Zoom meeting and I was like, <gasps> and I was like proud and also very sad at the same time. Do you throw that away or do you save it? You should I save like, it. I'm, I'm like saving it as long as I can use it. Mm-hmm. You should put I'll like jam your pinky in there and yeah. yeah. Yeah, or I'll scrape it out and put it in a tiny jar and then like use it. In a tiny jar. You're <laughs> such an odd lady. <laughs> uh, or you could go to Sandy Bullock's. Uh, oh, her shop. Her shampoo hey. shit. Yeah, she Ain't for sure that has. The truth. She has so many little like bottles. She probably have so a witchy con- chapstick. So mm-hmm. confused at what she was selling at first. I thought she was selling wine, and then I thought one of them was drinking it, and then and then somebody. <laughs> it wasn't until the detective says this is the most expensive shampoo I've ever bought where I was like, oh fuck, oh that's what this shop is. 
doesn't make sense at all. She, Why is she making? Yeah, I really think that it's like this is like a finer details movie where you kind of got to watch it twice. Where you're like, mm. oh, she says that well, earlier. Never got it. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Well, I own this movie now. Good for you. Yeah, you keep. Buying, buying movies, them. dude. This one was a legit. Rent. This one was a legit accident because I hit the wrong button. Brightburn wasn't an option to rent, so I had to buy it. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. This is a comfort movie. So. Honestly, mm. you've turned me on to a couple of movies: Birdcage, this one, and that's about it. But uh, I like. <laughs> Just wait, though. Literal, there, a literal more. couple of movies: yeah, Birdcage, Practical Magic, dot dot dot. Out of the frying pan. That's what I say. Until uh, next time. <laughs> meanwhile. Um, <laughs> I, I enjoyed this movie. I have a bunch of questions, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have questions. I've watched this so many times, guys. Good. Perfect. I watched it last week. I was going to watch it last night again just to refer. Well, I don't need to. But I was going to say, like, can you like close your eyes and like play it in your head? Kind of. Because I can do that with Goodfellas. I can just like close mm. my eyes and just like, all right. I can do that with Nacho Libre. Oh, so. Such mm. a good movie. Such a good movie. We should get nachos. Yes. Um, after this? Why not? Why not? Nachos? Yeah, uh, sure. Sure. Maybe. I don't know where we can get nachos at this time in Benicia. Yeah. Um, I'm down for whatever. It's pretty, uh, everything's pretty Wait, much closed down. Wait, back to the down. movie. But back ah, to the movie. We have nitty gritties and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. All right, guys, ladies and gentlemen, the nitty gritty. <laughs> <laughs> um, Practical Magic is yeah. rated PG-13 and was released in the year 1998. It has a runtime of one hour, 44 minutes, or... 104 minutes. Congratulations, Christian. It has a rating of 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb, a 22% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 46% on Metacritic. Christian, you've now just liked this movie on Google, but can you tell me how many other Google users like this film? Um, I'll tell you right now. It's about to be 87%. Do you know or would you like to guess? Nope. Don't know anything. Then guess. Guess, guess what percentage of Google users like this film? I'm going to say like 55%. Wow. Wow, that low. Do you Now, do you say that because... I'm this saying that because of the reviews that are already out there. Yeah. I It might be high because in recent years, there have been a cult following for this movie. Yes. So probably around like, I'm going to say, I'm going to re-guess. Okay, okay. 86%. So he wow. said 87, you said 86. Yeah. Price is right, rule, price is right rules. Christian wins 90%. Hey, oh, this is your favorite <gasps> movie and I beat you. 90% and it's- Good that's, job, Christian. That's Thank very you. high for Google. Wow, you're very supportive. I was ready to be competitive <laughs> with it's you. It's because you gave me whiskey. And it's oh, I, that's what And it is. I've been rubbing off on you, the competition. Yeah, like the fuck more and more you. I hang out with Alejandro, I'm just flipping people off. <laughs> like, I hate you. Yeah, Sorry, fuck Mom. You. <laughs> fuck you, Mom. I said granola bars. Yeah. <laughs> next These time are Grain. Yeah, fucking- How come you don't bring me to Costco? Man, Grain, not even- Good. So I remember as a kid. Solid. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I like the Nitro Game bars because they had Power Ranger colors, and me and my brother would eat them and be like, "Ooh, this one's a Blue Ranger. This one's a Red Ranger. Mm. This one's a Green Ranger." And those are the only three colors. Uh, mm. Do you remember when you were like, "Yeah, this tastes blue." Yes. <laughs> I think people's favorite like flavors are based on their favorite colors, right? Yeah. So like your favorite Kool Aid is probably your favorite color. Mm -hmm. That's not accurate. Whoa, wait. Because oh, <laughs> that's true. Right? Oh my god! Mm. Now, like my favorite colors, I have so many favorite Although, colors. Although, but you know, you're right. It is not true because my favorite Kool Aid is cherry, and my favorite color is green. Yeah. Ah. Like my favorite color is like arguably cyan, teal, or like light blue. We're men. We don't but, know like, what that means. Dark blue. Oh, thank like, you. Thank oh, you. Thank you. No, no, no. Oh, those now are, understand. That's my favorite. We don't know color. Now understand me. I know understand Dark interior blue. design. You need to be a guy like to know. You need to be an art major. No, but no. That it's it's actually tr proven scientifically that men see less colors than like women are able. Wow. Women are able to identify <gasps> different know? shades and colors that men can't. That women have a bigger bladder than men. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah and I've, I can. I've heard it. 
Mm, actually, <laughs> with how often girls have to pee. That's crazy, right? I don't get that. Yeah, exactly. Because girls. That's why I said that. Yeah. <laughs> girls every five minutes. I got to go. I got to go. It's because they're better at filtering Listen, out. Listen, my mm. best friend Jordan says it's like you break the site, the uh, circle. It's break like, the seal. Yeah, you break the seal. That's it. And yeah. he's like, "Don't break the seal." When especially when whenever we drink, yeah, yeah. he's that's, like, "Don't break the seal." Is this guy like and a perpetual like, college kid? <laughs> no, it's just Jordan. That's Jordan's just logic. like, Jordan is just like, no, don't do that. And like, um, uh, Ali, if Ali or I go and go to the bathroom, he's like, "Are you ready to break the seal, though? Do you want to keep going to the bathroom?" And then we'll think about it. It's like, mm. well, yes, this is a bar that has a flushable, usable but bathroom. We're in why Ali's not? room, so. It's like but Ali's bathroom was haunted like I said so that's why he that's brings why. it up that's, that's what it is so that's mm-hmm. the reason because normally that used to be a thing like in college and high school because you want to get as much as you can in right. before like you fuck it all up before you start losing your buzz but like now as adults for me it's always like why the fuck wouldn't I just go pee six times it's a fucking house I don't care this exactly is, you know but I mean? Ali's like, house is haunted that's that's a caveat that I have not expected in this movie they get fucking hammered by the way uh, yeah. and we never see them pee oh, and we man. never that's yeah. fucking Maybe witchcraft they don't baby it's baby. witchcraft uh, synapses coming at you. Right at you. Sally and Jillian Owens, born into a magical family, have mostly avoided witchcraft. But when Jillian's vicious boyfriend, Jimmy Andalof, dies unexpectedly, the Owens sisters give themselves a crash course in hard magic. With policeman Gary Hallett growing suspicious, the girls struggle to resurrect Angelov and unwittingly inject his corpse with an evil spirit that threatens to end their family line. Uh, I, one thing I want to say right off the top is just that, like, anytime you're learning magic, you can't take a crash course in magic. Like, the whole thing about magic is you got to take your time and learn and start small and get to... to, to Bring, bring people back. I didn't even realize Nicole Kidman had powers until she went to the PTA meeting. She like never showed yeah. her powers yeah. up until well, then. Well, that's the point. And like, that's the point of the movie. It's like Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman, uh, Jillian and Sally are basically like from this line of witches who all practice witchcraft. They do not. And the reason in the movie do? is because they're mother committed suicide which is alluded to and you i like watched it like 10 times before i got there's that a point. lot of vagueness yes. in and why did movie. they call the first witch that we see who hangs herself we're jumping maria. right into it we're jumping right into it yo do it they call her auntie maria but wouldn't that be like grandma maria so like here's the th- like i feel like because uh, so, they live so long maybe so this is based on a book first off and the book is very different and the book the book goes into way more details mm, that's but it's completely different the yeah. plot line is completely different but i i would argue Read the book second, watch the movie first. Because if you watch the, the movie second, you'll be really mad Disappointed, at it. for you'll sure. You'll be disappointed. Mm-hmm. And um, you'll want to see the book. The book needs a series. It does not need a movie. They've it's, tried a couple of times. I've, I was reading while doing a little bit of research to make mm-hmm. a TV series out of this. Oh, was, it would be so good. There was at least three pilots that were filmed, um, mm-hmm. but never taken to air. And currently, the most recent rumor I've read is that they're working on a prequel series for hbo max well like here's mm. the thing with the book is that it's basically like uh about ev- like every woman line. yeah the witch's line it goes through like um like in a series how it'll go through like different characters arcs mm-hmm. that's how the book 
goes through. Mm. Like it'll go through Maria. Like it gets way more in detail about Maria's life. Uh, it gets way more in detail about Sally's life. Sally actually doesn't stay in Manhattan. She moves to New York with her kids and they're actually teenagers in the book. She moves to New York. Oh, Sally, yeah. Sally. They should have a crossover with That's, Sex in the City. Which like, in the city? She, but she's yeah. in the suburb. She's in the suburbs. Oh, uh, like Brooklyn? Uh, yeah. Like, okay. I don't know. They don't <laughs> specify, but basically like she's in a suburban part of New York, uh-huh. like New York, the state. Yeah. And um, Albany, probably. She, she basically just got away from her aunts because she was like, I don't want to be uh, a witch. Both the, the whole arc in both the movie and the book is all about like these two women who are scared of witchcraft because their parents died in a horrible like accident or suicide slash accident and that there's like a supposed curse on all the women Mm -hmm. and that basically they all have powers and i think the real emphasis is is that uh like it's about female empowerment it's about women having power and taking like um like responsibility for their actions it's about like being a human being it's about basically like uh like owning up to who you really are and that's really big in both the book and the Mm. movie and that's a hard thing to do as a human and that's a hard thing to do as a woman Mm -hmm. so i think that in both the movie and the book which is why i think you should watch the movie then read the book because (laughs) both of them have really good arcs for female characters especially in the 90s right this is over two decades ago this is like in the 90s yeah 98 there are um Objectively speaking, there are so many different genres just smashed into this movie. Oh, though. so like many! Like in the beginning, I I felt like the music, if it was swapped with scarier the, music, the, yeah. the music was would have so been horror. out of place for so many things. Like I felt like the music reminded me a lot of like the Parent Trap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But. Then they'd be like, they play that parent trappy music during like the detective interviewing people, and they're like, yeah, they murder cows and shit. And like, they're saying this kind of fucked up shit yeah. about the witches. But then the music is like really kind of like cute and kind of like nice. And it's just that, that was one disconnect for me where I was like, I don't understand the music. I like really love the music. So it's good music. Yeah, but no, it, get it's into it. The time. Get into your thing. Like, and I'll explain why I like the music. I, I love. I was catching myself laughing out loud yeah. when yeah. Sandra Bullock would be like out on the patio oh. and it would just be her silhouette yeah. and it'd be playing like this kiss, this <laughs> kiss. So yes. that whole scene with the, this kiss because of the, the that whole running to each other and kissing was the only way I ever will think of that song oh, from that now was, on. Yes. That's the most perfect way to describe that song is that scene. She yes. just like felt an urge at home. She was like, I'm in love with that well, here's guy. why. It's a spell. So the aunts mm-hmm. put a spell on her. They put a spell um, on her. Basically, because she was like, I want a normal life. I don't want to be a witch. And they're like, but like, in you have the, to fall in love with someone. To, well, you have, like, regardless of what happens to you, you're going to fall in love with someone. Whether they like die, whether something happens in your relationship and you break up, no matter what, like, life happens to you. It doesn't matter if you're a witch. It doesn't matter if you're a human. And so, like, Sandra Bullock basically is like, I just want a normal life. I just want to fall in love. I just want kids. That's all I want. And mm-hmm. her aunt, uh, I believe Jet, is like, uh, like, that's not practical, though. You have so much, like, you have so many gifts. You have so many powers. Just settling for less and not settling for, like, all of it is kind of, like, like selling yourself short. Yeah. But in but they love her. So in the movie, they're like, they cast a spell on her to basically like, um, and this is revealed later in the movie, where they basically like get her to fall in love with this guy who she yeah. finds attractive, obviously. Yeah. So then she like is married to him, has two kids with him. Kids that look exactly like her and her sister. Well, that's, really? and that's the cool thing about the movie is they have that. And in the book, every woman looks like Maria. 
all of the women kind of have either the eyes or the hair of Maria, who had dark brown hair which one's and Maria? silver eyes. Maria she was, was the, the original witch. Oh, OG witch that, that they tried to yeah. hang, which is not how you kill witches. Yeah, that's, no. I mean, well, it's like there's that's the crazy thing is it's like it's kind of commentary on just how much like back then when there was the witch trials, it was just basically like. I hate a woman. She's stealing my man. I'm going to have her burned Mm -hmm. or I'm going to have her stoned. The witch Salem witch trials was the earliest form of cancel culture. Oh, well, just like, oh, this girl's kind Kind of of fucking weird. Kind of, except they also canceled. They also like held like courts and trials and made laws and shit. And then they're like, I would disagree because it's like uh, cancel culture is like a large population honing in on people who are in the spotlight already who like Mm. are just blasted. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I feel like uh, the witch trials were more so like the whole witch trials in Salem were started by this girl named abby who was 13 and she had a crush on john proctor and this is like the crucible to play that's based on real life and she had a crush on this guy john proctor who was married and also cheating on his wife i don't remember if he was cheating on his wife with abby maybe but with also other people or other women so basically abby got jealous and said that the woman who he was having an affair with was a witch and that his wife was a witch. And she started the whole Salem witch trials and she got a bunch of girls together who all were like teens, like teens, like 12 or 10 or 13 or 14 to basically say, we hate this person. She's a witch. Let's put her in jail, put her on trial. And if she like is shoved in water and doesn't float, she's a witch. They um, tied him to a barrel. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, no, I mean- you can to, read. You can read how they tested witches yeah. too. It's, yeah, uh, there's it's the, in the, the text. whole history. Yeah, Ma- it's a whole uh, history. Malefus Malificatum was the name of the book, but wow. I like the name of it in German. Das Hoxenhammer. <laughs> so much aggressive. <laughs> um, but yeah, in that book, and they explain like the barrel test. They explain why yeah. you burn witches um, with wood it's and not coal. They explain why, wild. Like, how, yeah. you, how you test them, the questions you ask a witch to get them to fall for. Right. But really, at the end of the day, it's like any cool girl. Is definitely a witch. Yeah, uh, anybody who's chill or who's gay cool is like, yeah, fucked. come on, you're, <laughs> Burn her. Su- you're just supposed to be a follower of Christ. Uh, I know you just finished blowing me, but you're definitely a witch. Yeah, uh, <laughs> burn her at the stake. Um, what do what do you guys think about like society now with like Halloween mm-hmm. really making uh, uh, witches like witchcraft making it so lighthearted now right. as opposed to the serious that it held way back then the lightheartedness and the jokiness of it i think has been around always as a way for oh, people yeah. to ex- but but magic itself i mean when you go deep into left-hand magic or you know mm. when you start looking into it and seeing the people who study it like you get lost when you start finding out the kind of people and the things that they think um you know witchcraft whether it's real or not is is you know uh, its own thing but um but there's plenty of books and people who will practice and do it and teach you about it and yeah and plenty of rituals that you can do and, and if you put enough brain power into something i think you can make almost anything happen well like here's the thing is that halloween is based on a pagan irish holiday i think it's called sandheim or sandheim i don't know how to pronounce it but basically they celebrate that in ireland and um it was an original pagan holiday and they still continue it and we celebrate it and change it into something else so what's funny about halloween is it is a pagan holiday Mm -hmm. it is a like kind of witchy holiday and goes off of the whole like burning witches in ireland thing Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff so i i just find these movies like really interesting and like the commentary on like why the witch trials started in both europe and america and how it's just kind of based on like 
wow, you're a powerful woman who like practices medicine. Like, for example, the witch trial started in Europe because a lot of women were pagans, healers. They were the original medicinal doctors who basically like would cultivate like uh, crops or something and would take like herbs and like help people heal. And so then like as priests came in, as Christianity came in, Christians were like, hey, that's not cool. Uh, You all are witches and we don't, we just, they basically just wanted to wipe out paganism, start afresh and create Christianity in Mm. Ireland. Uh, It's so ironic. A good thing they failed over there in Ireland with getting them Catholics. Christianity, and it always comes back to religion with us. Um, Oh yeah. Christianity is known as this like tool for love yeah. and like you know wholesomeness and like but not for women in charge bro <laughs> not fucking wild um let's man thanks for the context that's a lot of information mm-hmm. about like uh well like i learned this shit witches. because like my mom and me and everyone all the women in my family are like i'm good i'm just gonna come out yeah. i'm like empathic and like we all kind of practice that shit like my mom taught me tarot cards i don't like I don't like identify as a witch or identify as pagan really. Like my mom's Catholic. Mm-hmm. Like and she goes to church still. But like she practices tarot cards. We celebrate Halloween. We celebrate Christmas. But it's still like we have this weird relationship with the dead and kind of respect for the afterlife and the process yeah. of dying and the process of birth and sure. how they're kind of the same. And like it's just a. It, I feel like I've I've talked to so many people about this who are like like literally in Ashland, Oregon, where I was going to college. I like <laughs> met Oregon, some, though. Oregon. <laughs> I met someone <laughs> who like at a party randomly who also was like empathic, and we were just bonding and telling yeah. each other stories and like ghost stories and that kind of stuff. And we were just like, "What the hell?" But you'll randomly find people like that. Yeah, you're not like, the only one. With, no. I mean, with, with so many people in this state, in this country, yeah. in, on the planet, you're bound to run into someone right. that's very much like So it's like, like you. and I, I, I kind <laughs> of see it. Wait a little her story. No, no, no. no yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, sorry, what are the chances? <laughs> but I like kind of see it as like a religion in the sense of like not everyone believes this and I do. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. But like, um, like. I have experienced stuff that I just can't deny to myself. And I'm a very practical person. Mm-hmm. I don't really believe in like, uh, like, I just know. Like for me as a person, my mom believes in that. My sister believes in that. And that's fucking fair. But like for me, I just am like, I don't. I need. And then there was this one. I've had many experiences that I can't deny. But there was this one experience that I was like, <laughs> I can't lie to myself anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But like. After that, I was like, I'm, I can't. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, I mean, you can't yeah. really hear. We're, we're here. That's so, the whole thing about a podcast. So, <laughs> so, no. No, we don't want to hear that story. Paul Alejandro, like, how are you? Good. The budget for this film was... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I love it. Well, I just don't want to like. They got us the budget. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so I'm sorry. No, I just like that. Twenty-five I minutes. Listen, listen. I didn't, listen, I didn't think you would get that big of a laugh. I'm sorry, just because it, it took me back. Like, <laughs> that's right. This is about a movie. Here's the thing. It's all still relatable. I Here's mean, this... the thing: is that with me in a podcast, this is gonna be like three hours long, bitch. The last one was. <laughs> oh man! Like, um, so, well, let's let's shelve it for a second. We yeah. will, we do want to come back to no, that. No, no, no. That's let's, fair. That's why I asked. I'm sorry. I just let's, let's get into the fucking movie. Um, so hard. Oh my god. <laughs> that, was great, that, was, <laughs> that was great, dude. That was great. The listeners are just like. 
not that funny, uh, Christian. Uh, they, they but I think it's funny. Oh, I think it's I think it's hilarious. The budget was seventy five million. In case anybody cares, seventy five million. Yeah. They built that house. Oh shit! Yeah, did you know I didn't that? Know that. So the house they had searched all over America for that house, and they couldn't find one that worked for what they did. Yeah. This is after they built half of the. So most of the shots that were inside were sets. And oh, so they started building these set pieces, and then they went to go find this house. They couldn't find the house. They built the house in Maine. They brought the set pieces over there, put the set pieces into the house. Uh, so that house is actually empty on the inside. And then they tore it down at the end of filming. Which well, is okay. what? Yeah. They uh, didn't sad. just like give it no, to well, something? Barbara Streisand wanted to buy it, but it's not a real house. So Oh, that makes sense. So like the property. It's, yeah, yeah. And it, it doesn't it, pass doesn't regulations. It doesn't actually have insulation. Yeah. It's not a real home. Uh, it made... About sixty-eight point three million in its box office oh, recoup. So it lost a little bit. So it yeah. Didn't make it, but that makes that's why this movie had its like resurgence later on as its cult classic because it wasn't as popular when it initially came out. Because I don't know if people knew how to frame it. I texted you this at one point. Is this movie for kids or is it for adults? It's like and then I said teens. A hair too serious at one point for kids, but then a little too corny. I also think mm. that this is one of the last movies that's able to do camp. Yeah. Right after nine, right after nine eleven, camp went out the window very fast. Everything was serious. No, no more like jokes for funny sake yeah. or silly for fantasy sake. So I, that was a tough part for me to kind of get over at first. Um, remembering that there was a time and era where like every movie had camp, right. even movies that have serious notes like. Uh, domestic abuse and you but know, there was death. always that one moment when they'd be like, huh, "Oh my god!" The, the full house breaking the tension yeah. move. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I that's a that's why I like this movie. Actually. We were just speaking on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there are some moments, oh, some yeah. like dollops of like good acting, like from Sandra Bullock and Nicole yeah. Kidman. Oh my god, Kidman's bringing it all. She brought like she's able to just flip it from being this when... real sister. Yeah, into, I, into someone that's just you know trying to manipulate her way into you know the share or the detective's pants, right? Right. Like yeah. when yeah, yeah, yeah. um when Sandra Bullock's first husband dies and she like goes to beg the aunts like please bring him back from the dead. Oh, that's sad. That moment is so fucking sad. It is. Yeah. But what I didn't like about it was when she was like, I don't care how he comes back. I just want him back. It's like you don't care because like these are witches. He could come back as like a squirrel or come back as like yeah, a rat. Yeah, and that's what they tell her. And that's yeah. like the point is like she's in such despair over the fact that he died because she, she didn't care. She Seemed didn't care. She just was like. She was just in a fucking mindset of like, yeah. he needs to be back. This is my fault. I For need sure. him back. I love him. But yeah, but that that's makes the sense. the point is like, the aunts are like you, where it's like, they're like, <laughs> he's going to be a fucking on, zombie. Dude. That's, what I, that's that's not practical. But and like, that's what they tell not her. Practical when magic. we are, <laughs> when we are at an emotional peak though, our logic is shrouded, that, which is oh why I'm God, just like, yeah. dude, if like anyone that I loved dearly were to mm-hmm. just pass away, like abruptly bring them back for five seconds yes. i don't care if they're like half brain dead for a second i want to say my last words or have yeah, a, a absolutely that's the worst part you. about death in my opinion is ain't like, nobody's ready you just aren't ready even yeah. if even if it's like someone like my grandma she was 96 it was obvious that she was gonna die mm-hmm. any year she kept joking about it she was like she called my uncle guy up on the phone and be like where are you it's my 95th birthday i could die in three months holy and fuck she was, what a boss she just was like <laughs> she yeah. you know but it's like that's the truth though mm-hmm. and it's like she said that constantly as a joke as like no i'm serious but it was like she died and i i was shocked because yeah. she was like my whole fucking yeah. world you, and you just think of the weirdest shit in moments of death your brain just goes 
yeah. down the fucking drain. And then that's why these girls, in a moment like this, they are pushed to a corner yeah. where they have to actually use their witchcraft when they don't want to. Exactly. Uh, this movie fucking flips though. Like yeah. I, I'm gonna say that like Six times. I was like, okay, this is this uh, this is cool up until like when uh, Angelov is uh, introduced. Yeah. And then it turns into this crime thriller. Oh, it turns yeah. into like, oh my god, she, he's fucking beating her. Yeah. He's kidnapped both of them now. Yeah. This, this cowboy Dracula, which yeah. they do call they him. They call him that. Um, is just really abusing Nicole Kidman. Right. And like, this is. So much more serious than I thought it was. Hell I, yeah. I thought this was like uh, along the lines of like Clueless or like, you know, like yeah, a, a like 90s. Hocus Pocus. Fun, yeah, Hocus Pocus. Yeah. But this got a little real. And for her, like what an interesting thing to to do to kind of mix the genre of uh, like witchcraft, right? Or, or right. that. Mix that with like, oh my God, like a real domestic issue. Like she has to use her witchcraft yeah. to put this guy to sleep so that she could like get away for a bit. Well, like that's the crazy thing is it's like I feel like witchcraft inherently is kind of feministic in the sense of whenever you hear about it or people talk about it or you like go on Tumblr and go like hashtag witchcraft. It's very like feministic regardless yeah. of your gender, regardless of where you come from. Yeah. It's a, It has a very feminine tone to it. Well, I mean, isn't magic in a sense like honoring the female yeah, form? Yeah, like in, the- in his females were like healers witches they were burned at the fucking stake for it so yeah but like uh uh, nowadays like especially it's it's become more like feministic it's become like kind of like a community i don't really like get into that stuff but Mm -hmm. like good on you if you do that but like i think this movie kind of like really highlights what it's like to be a woman and feel like you don't have powers and then realizing that you do that you're a witch <laughs> that you're a witch and you, you can just murder someone and bring like, them back and bring them back and then murder them again they didn't do any <laughs> cool stuff with their magic though that's what i'm I like well, I, like that's the point of the movie it's like it's more of a realistic mm, kind of magic practical magic. but then they practical went too campy magic. with it then i, I would have loved to have seen why this it's like there's there needs to be a remake yeah i would have uh, based on the book more yeah and it oh man the book is so like the even the book is kind of campy because she's like because it's inherently, I mean, it's which is from isn't, the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's from the nineties. The book itself, she did such a good job, but randomly she'll be like, and then they had sex, and you're nice. like, huh? <laughs> I <laughs> knew you were gonna say that. And you're just like, why couldn't you say that like better? Sure. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I um, I have a couple of questions, and maybe yeah. you can explain them yeah. to me. One, does none of the children know how to eat pudding? Because no. all of them have pudding all, all over their fucking, fucking faces. faces. I thought either that was pudding it's or their lips were it's really chapped. It's chocolate frosting. It's chocolate frosting. frosting. Whatever because they were peeking through the railings of the stairs. Like, what's going shit. on? Girl, <laughs> check your, your upper lip right quick <laughs> because you got a whole snack resting like, up on there. They clearly had enough time to wipe their mouths. Yes. Like they yeah. made they made the conscious decision to not both of them. Yeah. Baby Nicole Kidman and baby Sandra Bullock and then Sandra Bullock's kids, all four of them make Don't a conscious decision to like face. never wipe their mouth. <laughs> yeah. Like I get I'll going against for later. The, I get going against the grain because they are witches Beaky of society. Dubs. Um but they're just like, <laughs> no, nah, fuck it. We are different. And especially in the sense in that we pudding. don't wipe our mouths. Well, like I, from an actor's perspective, because I'm also an 
<laughs> if anyone's oh, yeah. uh, needing uh, looking for an actress, we got yeah, one. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Uh, let's read her resume but real like, quick. Uh, five foot no, nothing. it would be like literally nothing on it. This is uh, Kate Persley. Uh, she's an improviser, actor, uh, screenwriter, uh, uh, pudding eater, uh, pudding eater, tarot card reader. Right? Let's see this pudding I am skills. A professional yeah. pudding eater. If we had pudding here, I'd make you eat it on air. I hate pudding, so no. What? what? I love but you love this pudding. movie. What? You like Vanilla? the worst? Yeah. What? Is your favorite food ice? Bill Cosby is rolling over in his grave right Bill now. Bill Cosby's a rapist. I don't care what he does. <laughs> he's rolling over in his cell right now. Oh, shit. That's, that's what it is, bro. Fuck, my bad. Yikes. I have his autograph. Oh, man. Oh, the pudding. The pudding. Oh. The pudding pop. Is there something better than pudding? In this? <laughs> I think got the to do. No. Sorry, Bill. Come on, babies. Uh, We're allowed to make fun of him. He's a piece yeah, of shit now. Yeah, yeah. He's a fake doctor. Listen, I love his stand up when I didn't know he was a fucking it's in his stand-up yes. like yeah. he, he doesn't hide it no, man yeah no you look back at it and you're like whoa anyways, anyways. A practical magic so they don't know how to eat pudding so they don't know how to eat pudding here's like why i think that's like a fucking script choice and acting choice is because at the beginning the ants say like they're irresponsible even in the book yeah. they're irresponsible they don't actually know how to raise kids they eat chocolate for like, dinner they eat chocolate for dinner they don't do homework they don't actually like in the book the aunts really don't watch over sally and jillian sally watches over jillian and takes care of jillian which is why she's so controlling sidebar where is diane weist from she's a mom of something oh uh she's in the birdcage yes and she's all uh, the other aunt not Jet. She's in something too. That's yeah, Rizzo. She's she's Rizzo. Rizzo. That's Rizzo from Greece, bro. <gasps> yeah. I love Rizzo What's so her name? much. I, I have it here. There actually. are worse things I could do. You remember uh, that song? Yeah, yeah. Stalker Channing Stalker is uh, Channing. Rizzo, yeah. and then Diane Weist. Tell me what she's from. I I see her face in glasses in my mind's eye. If I close my actual eyes. Which one? Which one? Diane Weist. Diane Weist. She's a like a mother, a loving oh, mother. Oh, she's in. She's from Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. Also, also she works for Avon. Avon. Footloose Avon. And the Lost Boys. She's also in the Lost Boys. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, dude. Yeah. That was oh, an itch that I've been trying to scratch. The Lost Boys. Boys is so I love good. Lost Boys. Oh god. Oh, Watched that for the first Feldman. time last year. Loved really? It. Loved it. Loved it. Is, is that it? something we could do? Uh, it might be too good. Okay. But, Honestly, uh, at the at that end line though, all the damn vampires. All the damn. You have to invite me into the house. That one has like weird rules for vampires yeah. too, and like you have to inv- the man oh. of the house has to invite him in. It's all interconnected because there's a fuck. Once again, there's a fucking vampire there's in a here too. Goddamn vampire! Angelov could die. He did. Yeah. He did, and uh, he could die well, more than he did in here. He died a couple, a couple of times. Well, that's because they resurrected him. Yeah, yeah. They and the most famous line from this film that we've dissected <laughs> is my wife. I, I want you to I be my wife. He doesn't have a bored voice, but that's how we interpret it. That's how whatever. He li- his country is east or west of Transylvania. It's, it's that. Definitely, yeah. uh, I think it's called Kazakhstan. <laughs> it's definitely my wife. <laughs> I want you to be my wife. In the book, is Sally older than Jillian? Yeah, Sally's the oldest and Jillian's younger. And they are blood related. Yes, they're so then full sisters. Why do they do blood oaths? It's <laughs> Can you explain that? He texted because me this question. I am so confused. If they are already blood sisters, yeah, why yeah. are they doing blood oaths? It's because basically like uh, Jillian was leaving because Jillian, the whole thing with the two women, there's Is that always two. Power? Oh. Huh? Yeah, Jillian has powers. They both oh, okay, have powers, but okay. Sally has like more prominent powers, which makes Jillian jealous. Uh, and by the way, I'm going to be talking like both book and movie. That's fine. No, no, you're 
perfect just for this. Caveat to, just so let like, us know which. Yeah, is which. just uh, so basically, we like, should give you a flag. <laughs> <laughs> this is movie. This is movie. This is book. <laughs> so basically, in the movie, like what happens is Jillian is leaving. Jillian yes. found a guy that she likes and wants to leave. Wants to get out of there. They both want to get out of there because neither of them want to practice witchcraft because the main point of the movie is the curse which is if you fall in love that that man is gonna die and so when they find that out the two little girls they're like they see the when they find out the, like the witchcraft that the witches yeah. are doing and they kind of sandy Bull, baby sandy bullock is like um oh i don't i never want to fall in love and right. then baby nicole kidman's like i can't wait to fall in love does that mean nicole kidman wants to kill a bunch of men no no no, no. so basically like <laughs> they so thinking the, i'm so confused the whole point of, oh man there's so many, i wish we were watching this as i was explaining it <laughs> me <laughs> so too like, i had so, so many questions on, on. <laughs> so <laughs> i own it now my laptop was charged we could so basically at the beginning like this is a thing in the book though like there's weird things that are still in the book and in the movie uh, yeah so like this woman does come to the house the ants do meddle in people's love lives that's a consistent thing through the movie and the book and that's a thing witches do yeah like that's a pretty common that's a pretty common thing is like love and stuff yeah helping so, people get over things right and... so like um so basically like um this woman comes to the aunt's house and everyone in the town in the movie and the book are scared of them but also secretly go to them for help uh, see they didn't explain that enough no they did not explain that enough because in, in the, the end when they bring all the moms into help it's like i thought all these Ev- women hated them yeah they hate them but every everyone in the town is curious of them and the thing mm. that the, i wish they explained in the movie is like maria was banished to this island that everyone lives on first she was there first Oh. And then all they, those there's so many holes in the movie. But they say yeah. that they say that, but they don't like make a point to like really really explain. explain hey, so they're all related to her then. No, they all come from the mainland and move to the island. No, this <laughs> We're is so confused, dude. Stop it. Stop I'm trying. It I'm trying. So like, trying. basically, this woman comes to the house and she's just like. I need help with my love life. And in the book, this is way more explained. So I'm going to explain the book. Oh, that girl that came in for a quick sec. Perfect. perfect. So basically in the book, she works at a soda soda pop shop and they say soda pop. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) And she basically like is in love with the owner and the owner is married. And so she goes to the aunts and is like, please make him fall in love with me. And they, they always do this. They're like, are you sure? Mm. (laughs) Because this girl said, she's like, I want him to love me more than, I want him to love me so much that it he, agonizes him it or some hurts. shit like that. I that want him to love me so much that it hurts. Yeah. Not, a good, not a good feeling. Not a good thing. And no. that's the whole point of like real life like uh, empathy, witchcraft shit is it's like don't fucking say shit so casually. Yeah. It's like you mm-hmm. got to mean what you mean. It's basically be careful what you wish yeah, for. Be, I think that's exactly, exactly what they exactly the whole point of the movie yeah. is be careful what you wish for. So like in the beginning in the book she like goes to the aunt she like find Sally and Jillian in the yard and she's like where are you where are your aunts where are your aunts and like they're like we don't know we don't know we're like six and seven or whatever how old they are in the book and like so basically like she goes in she gives them money and in the book they explicitly say that there is a spell that the aunts cost where like cost mm. where like where are you where from Kate? <laughs> what are you I hiding from know. us I'm from Manchester <laughs> So like, there's a spell that the ants cast. Ants cast. Oh wow! Now you're from Georgia. Damn it! My auntie's cast. Where are you from? Is your name Kate? Wow. I'm not gonna answer wow. that question. So like, so basically like, uh, this woman goes into the house, and the spell is that she has to pierce the heart of a dove, and then it's so they like, get a dirty pigeon instead in the movie. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> was it a dirty pigeon? It was a dirty that pigeon. Was a fucking job. That was a dirty pigeon. Okay? Wasn't a pigeon spay painted? So, uh, like, spay? Yeah. yeah, it was already you dead. See, like, yeah. <laughs> Get over here. So basically, she asks Pierce the heart, and then in the book, it goes into further detail about her. So she basically wow, because yeah. in the movie, it just she cuts off about uh, yeah. thirty seconds. I really yeah. thought that that was gonna come back at least like later and then on. She comes back in the spell circle. She's randomly in the spell circle. Oh, they hit her back up. Yeah. What the fuck? I didn't notice Dude. that later. I want. I have we so have much to, to say about the spell circle. Movie together. Yeah, let's go into the spell yes. circle because no, I got no, a couple. No, 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 we have to go. This is gonna be so confusing to people. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Okay. So <laughs> the kids witnessed that, right? That's they their... witnessed that, and basically, like, um, why does she say she wants to fall in love all the time? She so so Sally perceives it as fall in in the book and in the movie. She perceives it as like falling in love is like bad. Yeah. Like falling in love is being like at the mercy of someone else, and she's mm. control. Like she needs control in the movie and like the that. book. She it's because she like has she in the book she witnessed like she found out her parents died in a bungalow fire like they were on vacation and something caught a blaze and they died in a fire in the movie her father died from the curse and her mother committed suicide no so, she died of a broken heart sure uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so that's why like they're like do you forgive our mother and she's like sometimes it's because she killed herself yeah so like um so basically heart. yeah <laughs> so basically um like when Sally sees this, she's like, if you're in love, you're not in control anymore and you can't like protect the people you are around you, like her younger sister or mm. like her kids. So she's very like, I can't do that. Whereas Jillian is like very free, very like, I just want to love people. I just want to be with a bunch of people. That's fine with me. So she's like, I can't wait to fall in love. So that's why they have the two different perspectives. It's the perspective of someone who has to take care of everyone and the the perspective of someone who does not have to take care of everyone. Yeah. Interesting. That is, um, it's right from the get, you could see their differences. Yeah. Like I already knew it was like, what a clever way uh, at the earlier part of the movie for baby Sandra Bullock to say, okay, I want to fall in love. I'm casting this love spell. Right. On a gentleman with one blue eye, one green eye. David right. Bowie. His favorite shape is stars. David Bowie stars. actually doesn't have two different colored eyes. One is permanently dilated, one is not. <laughs> wow, that's, that's already wild, too. He's also a fourth degree black magician, was. And he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he loved his We should try to do Labyrinth, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with, a, yeah, with young Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. I do love me some Bowie. I'm down. Love I'm Labyrinth. 100% down. You're gonna um, have to keep me on track though, because I'll get lost in Bowie talk. You'll get lost. No, no, and I love John Jennifer Connelly, so I'll we'll get lost in Jennifer Connelly talk. Listen, yeah. that movie is epic. Yes, and people always talk about like how tight his uh, pants were. They're trying to so remake. Tight. La- they're trying to remake Labyrinth, aren't they? They tried, and then he died. But like, uh, they're trying again, aren't they? I thought. I don't know. I don't know. With who else mm. though? Who could replace Bowie? Who the f- I, Tyler the Creator. He wrote all of the music Down. for that movie. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tyler what? the Creator as uh, in the remake. Down. Sign me up as a viewer. Listen. <laughs> good idea, man. Thank you, thank that's you. cool. Actually, that's really good. Of your of your many ideas, that's easily top five. Solid, when when solid. Sandra Bullock comes back to the house with her kids, yes. yeah. how come... I noticed this about three different times. People get into bed with Sandra Bullock, and then the camera like cuts, and then... That person's not in the bed anymore. So witches, dude. Um, the, witches, the bed makes people disappear. Witchcraft. Man, it's so much easier to understand this when you read the book. Ah, I, we I don't know how to read. Why didn't you don't tell worry, us? Worry, I only worry. do Braille. Well, it's because like, the book and the movie are so different, so I didn't want you to get frustrated. So, like, God damn it, Kate. Yeah! So, like, um, 
And I've watched this since I was like 12. So I like mm-hmm. really get in depth in this movie. Yeah. So like uh, the reason why they pan and then all of a sudden the lighting changes or the like setting. Her acid like, trip driving yeah. in the car. No, it's because she's in such like a deep depression that basically like she's just in, a be- in bed for a week. Mm. Like she's in bed for a full week. week See, I thought that that was realistic. If yeah. her <laughs> husband passing away so abruptly, having been in that or being in that deep of a depression to where you just can't even get out of bed to even help your own children right that's realistic my question is though the kids did not seem to be phased whatsoever they're like i want new daddy over here evan rachel wood didn't even care bro well oh evan rachel wood is like (sighs) seven years old doesn't even look like her other girl didn't uh and now she and then she was in true blood Uh, and in westworld yeah who is she in westworld what? She's the main The main girl? Yeah. That's <gasps> Yeah. Oh, you just blew your mind, huh? Oh, man. She's also the girl from Across the Universe. <gasps> She's so amazing. Sorry if you guys keep making me gas. Yeah, no, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Im- implode. She's insane. She's insane as an actor. She's so good. Oh, she's and, solid. And she dated like Marilyn Manson? Who did she date for a long time? Marilyn Manson. It was Marilyn Manson. And then uh, they, they broke up because of, of domestic violence. Because he beat the shit out of her. Coming back to Angelov, well, my wife. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, what was she saying? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's wild. Um, so they, they, I'm so confused as to how quickly they fucking re-killed Angelov when they brought him back. Okay, they literally but brought him back just to kill him. Yeah, here, let's go through it. So, like, basically, like, um, uh, Evan Rachel Wood goes into bed with Sandra Bullock, her mom, and tries to comfort her because she is so depressed that she can't get out of bed and take them to school. I don't think they showed the kids because they couldn't, they probably were like, these kids can't have the acting rage of going through grief about their dad dying. Evan Rachel Which Wood is did. fair. But Evan Rachel Wood is so good, which yeah. is why they did briefly show her. She was trying to cheer up her mom. Yeah. And yep. then yep. Jillian comes and comforts her. And that whole scene is kind of confusing to people because it's like, was she there? Was she not there? Witchcraft. So then. um, (laughs) Okay. Easy answer. (laughs) So then. Oh, God. uh, Basically. So Jillian is in a domestic abusive, a domestically abusive relationship with this guy, Jimmy Angelov, who she thinks is extremely attractive, extremely. That guy was creeping at that pool party. Oh, man. But it doesn't. At, it's not necessarily as creepy as the three dudes who were dancing around. They were what just were the all 90s thrusting like? two <laughs> inches away from her. That reminds me of Renfair, though. So I grew up in Renfair in like the late 90s. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, it's a, that was a very accurate scene. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, just like dudes at the Renfair coming up to you? Dan- no, hell no. I was like tiny. I was five. Come on, Christian. But no, like, no, no, no. But like, I know that you've done it. You guys just did it last year. Hmm? No, no, no. That's Dickens. No, that's Dickens. No, Dickens, Dickens Fair is like way nerd. different, bro. That's like way Come nerdy. On, I'm, Fa- I'm sorry. So I'll explain this. So Ren Fair was nerdier. in like the like 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. You and never went to Renaissance Fair? Fair? No. Like, oh, man. I don't understand. Okay, okay. The, I don't oh, understand man. the culture of uh, Dickens Fair or Ren Fair. Okay, so well, Renaissance Ren Fair, Fair is way Renaissance different, Renaissance Fair is way different because it's like not kind of, it's not as much historically accurate. It's more so people dressing in like yield clothes and Renaissance times. Whatever that means. Whatever the fuck that means. Whatever costume check, because there's always a costume Not check. Shaving. Says, oh, corsets yeah, and sure. Whatnot. Oh man, yeah. And so, like, basically, then you get into this like 1500s garb, and you run around, you get drunk, and you say like weird shit. Like my dad used to have a three tier stage, and they would do full fencing belts, like real fencing, 
on those stage on the yeah. like the three tier stage mm-hmm. and then at night they would have parties like everyone in fair would have parties and like everyone would sleep together and everyone would be in nice. each other's business and that kind of shit people got down yeah my dad made this thing called skush huh? Uh-uh. <laughs> And basically, it was like, <laughs> what's uh, up? What's gush, man? And how can I guess? So basically, uh, like the point. women were complaining, <laughs> like the women were saying, like, oh, man, like the guys are so hot. Like, there's always stuff for like guys. Why is there never stuff for women? And so my dad, like jokingly and like kind of seriously, was like, well, why don't we make a competition where the women rate all of the men's butts? So it's gush gush. That's happened with us. <laughs> we were at a. a well, we'll come back to your story, but yeah. I do want to get this little uh, dollop of, uh, of a story and. We were at a lingerie party, me, you, and Austin Scott. Um, we were there, and we were told we were objectified, <laughs> crazily objectified. Yeah. We were no chilling, and um, there was a girl at the party who was throwing the party along with her two other friends saying, hey, you three, uh, hands on the wall, turn around, we're going to write your butts. No. <laughs> and I knew I had the smallest butt. <laughs> you were like, no. Yeah. Was I, was, was this I had my sk- the biggest dick. Was this my skinny jeans face? <laughs> what? Was this my skinny jeans face? Uh, we were... Yeah, which phase was Early this? college. Early college. Yeah, probably then. Yes, yes. So that's what was happening. That's I don't when you this. had a skinny jeans face? Early college? Well, like right out of high school. Well, I didn't go to college for very long. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> we, spend we a lot of time there. We took theater classes. Yeah, we... Um, I never had the attention span, but I don't remember this no, at all. No, we were like, like we were getting arrested, hands on the wall. No, and, they came and, squ- and they came and squished us. And they, they didn't touch us. Oh, they just looked lame. at it. Um, and uh, I got a good butt. Yeah, yeah, solid. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I got good hams. Uh, yeah, um, I would agree better, better than my. Anyway, uh, yes. <laughs> Christian is shaped kind of like a comma, where uh-huh. he has big shoulders and then he kind of flattens out. And the- I don't get it, and I try to work out on my butt. And right. it's just like, it doesn't you, matter how many squats you're going to go uh, do, it's going to go to your chest. <laughs> it's just like... I, honestly, hey, I wish I had that problem. We, if we were to morph into one being... He'd be so sexy. Um, but hated by Donald so, Trump. Probably. Okay, so I'm sorry. Envious. To continue with oh, your uh, butt yeah, story. So basically, like, my dad would uh, hold this competition where... And everyone got into it, like... I remember this time when everyone was like dressing up in like kind of BDSM clothes. Like I was exposed to a lot as a child. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. Wow, wow, wow. It was bad. It wasn't like, oh my God, I'm seeing people make out and have it was just like people just expressing themselves freely. Like, um, so basically like uh it was just like a fun competition and everyone would get drunk and everyone would have fun. And we all like camped at the fair. Like at Diggins Fair, you go home. Like at Ren Fair, <laughs> you, you would there, camp right? there. Like, wow. it's outside, it's huge, so, like, you would just sleep there, and then the booze that were food booths would make breakfast in the morning, and you would get breakfast. Food booze? Yeah, food Booth. booths. 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 I was so confused as to what I'm that meant. I'm so bad about pronunciation or enunciation. Um, yeah, because you said cost booths. earlier. Yeah, um, cost. You, cost you have a, a slurry of notes. <laughs> I'm There's sure that you want to get through. And questions and notes. We This is going to be more of an interview rather than a movie review. Why because was I talking about fair? I don't you even know. remember. I don't know. I will, we'll rewind to fill it. The time, to fill the time. You know, yeah, yeah, to fill yeah. the minutes. Oh, uh, man. When they have their midnight margaritas. Yeah. It was weird that like at first I thought the kids couldn't hear them. But then the little girls playing the, the coconut song on the kazoo. Mm. They definitely heard them. That's, that's good. Uh, that's I good continuity, never... actually. 
noticed that before. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Immediately, she was playing on the kazoo, yes. and then with with hungover Sandy Bullock, she's like, oh, "Get that's that funny. shit out of here." Hungover Sandy Bullock well, like, is a I boss. I think that's a good continuity because Sandra Bullock and Jillian, or Jillian and Sally also were like midnight margaritas when they heard the like song but like obviously either they had drank with the aunts before or i'd heard them drinking probably i think they probably heard them as kids yeah and then now that they're adults now they're going down there and enjoying it it looked like it was a thing especially with uh nicole kidman having come back to coming back home this is just like oh just like the old times but they were drinking Hard. Well, well they did just murder somebody. Well, that's because did True. you notice that the bottle of tequila was his bottle of tequila? Well, that's what they said. That's mm. why yeah. they were freaking out once they started singing. And that's why they got so drunk. That's why they were acting like so like being um, mean to each other. Yeah, being mean to each oh. other. Yo, I had to like I had to pause it because I was like, this is gonna turn to a cat fight real quick. Well, like, so basically, obviously the aunts have a tra- not obviously, but if you infer, the aunts have a tradition of making midnight margaritas and drinking together and having fun and yeah. just really letting loose in their like witchiness and their femininity, blah 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 blah. Which is what at the beginning of that scene they all do together. I did they appreciate really, that yeah. they made like them laughing. Yeah. These were all like tip of the hats to like uh witch Witches. culture. Yeah, you know? Yeah. They were cackling. They, they were, were like cackling, yeah, yes. Like that's actually the word. like snorting and stuff instead of being like, Oh, I'm a woman. Yeah, it wasn't like graceful <laughs> laughs. Yeah, no, it was like actual laughter. Mm-hmm. And like them dancing around and not giving a shit about who's watching. But then when they get into like really like doing readings for each other or like calling each other out, it gets really vicious really fast. And then all of a sudden, that's when they notice that the tequila bottle they're drinking shots out of is the same brand that Jimmy would Had. drink out of. Yeah. And then they ask the ants, like, where did you get this? And they're like, it was left Someone out on the left porch. left it on the porch. Yeah, to um, You Were Always On My Mind, which is what Jimmy was yeah. singing before he died. Yeah, yeah. That, that shit is like, Was whew. wild, yeah. man. Um, what else you got on there? It seems like you took a lot of like notes. Like, I'm curious as to what you're asked because when you were texting me with your questions, we had a lot of the same questions. Well, and then I, I mean, just the kind of weird things. Like, why would they bury him in the front yard? Like, where, where the where rose the fuck garden else is? are they supposed to bury him? Uh, no prob- one comes on the property. They should have put his body in the car and burned the whole thing mm. because now they have the evidence of the car, which is exactly what the cop called but them out. But then they wouldn't have the remnants of the car on their property. Like a car. Well, no, you don't. You don't need to do that. No. The, uh, first of all, they, you're right. They probably would be dumb enough to burn the car on their property because based on their burn pile that they have at no, the no, end no, of the movie, no, 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 no. which was way too here's, close to their structures, they bro, don't know where to burn bro, stuff. Bro, here's the thing. I'm going to interject: <laughs> is that people outside of California hardcore burn shit on their property? Of course they do, but they don't do it that close to structures. They fucking do though. No way. I swear to God. I, look, I've been to places that do burn burn holes in Texas and shit like no, that, no, and no. no way, bro. In we Oregon. Everyone oh, burns Oregon. on their property. <laughs> yeah, they're burning pot. They're burning that no, no, devil's no. lettuce. No, no. Stoners. Listen to me. Listen. Everyone, I don't like, condone. This is in Southern Oregon, so this is like on the tip of like fucking California. Everyone Stoners. burns like their garbage yeah. or their old shit literally on there. I like almost called the fire department like three times because I was like, this is dangerous and i had to talk to one of my friends and she was like no this is normal people will go outside like walk three feet out make a nice pile and burn shit in their front lawns Uh, so 
Okay, that I, makes and sense. I guess so I've, seen, I've seen it in Texas where people have more space, and generally, but generally, when I've seen people do burn pits, they don't. The, I guess well, the like, basic rule for a normal person fucking, would be if you have the fucking area for it, they do. But if you don't, like in the suburban parts, suburban meaning like you know houses are close together, property is shorter. Like you just burn shit on your front lawn. But if they burned, let's say they did burn the body and the car for initially. Sure. There Burn wouldn't be much of a movie, right? There would still be bones. There, even if yeah, you but like, then, that, then they'd be like, somebody. I didn't do that. I didn't. But the fact that they had his car on their property and couldn't tell a lie about why it was there. Mm-hmm. Also, the detective seemed to be a really good detective at first, yeah. but then makes like. Well, really... we barely even talked about uh, about Mr. Hallett. The detective, Detective yeah. Hallett, Detective Hallett, I'm Detective so sorry. Hallett, like starts off really good, really yeah. strong, but then like really ruins his own case like multiple times he he really shouldn't have kissed sandra bullock i was really oh, man. like i didn't expect Why, that though? i almost i almost dropped my cup of coffee he, Why this morning. shouldn't he what because that ruins his investigation <laughs> he's a detective he has to someone has a crush on detective <laughs> hallett no sandra bullock's hot i would kiss her. oh that sandra part bullock yeah committed oh. murder in the second degree She's a murderer. Thinking too much. <laughs> this is why he didn't send in that recording of her committing the murder. It's because he was already under the he spell. He was the subject of so the spell. Aiding and abetting a criminal. Yes, so he knew what he was doing, <laughs> or he didn't know what he was doing, but he was just like, I want to protect this Once girl. Once again, I just the book explains turned, more. I just hope I'm he sure. turned in his badge after that, because if he's still a police officer after that. You listen to me, Alex. Shut your mouth. <laughs> You listen to me. He has an open confession for at least manslaughter, definitely murder in the second. Uh-huh. Um, how did it, so his star? I was so confused. His fucking badge Star- saved it, him because it's made of silver. Well, it's because his favorite—that's uh, his favorite symbol. That's the spell that she put on him. His favorite symbol will be a star, his, and she put pa- like the she put powers what? into the like, symbol. So when like, he's trying to call him, he believes him. in the mm-hmm. he believes in the power of this symbol. He believes in the power of his badge, and that will. So save because him. of that, he puts his energy into that, and he oh, it's his belief. So, so yeah. they believe, so it's they, his belief. It's his goddamn fucking belief, bro. This doesn't make sense because his wasn't the whole thing like spells don't work if you don't believe in them then yeah yeah so then he does he believe be- in magic and stuff and, then and that like that's the point is it's like it's not about the whole concept of that <laughs> moment in the movie <laughs> it's, it <hurts> us. <laughs> it's not a, like that's the point of people like not believing in magic is no matter what it's not about the word magic it's about your beliefs it's about what you fucking believe mm. in and yeah. that's why sandra bullock and jillian messed up I keep saying like Jillian Nicole Kidman, but like that's why Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock fuck up. I, I do like how we call her Sandy Bullock this whole time. <laughs> yeah, you were, and then Jillian. I've not once and said Sandra, and I'm pissed. Sandy, Sandy. So, like, we know her. The reason why like they fucked up with resurrecting Jimmy and all that shit and all that went south is because they don't fucking fully believe in their powers. Mm, but if they had believed from the start, and if they had consulted the aunts, if they had gone full throttle, which is what they should have done, everything would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, there's I, logic in that. Yeah. I just want to say I have uh, my notes are things like um uh where's the one that I thought was oh what the fuck Jimmy comes back yeah. now he's calling yeah. mauling the detective the bed and then the badge did it what I don't understand so here's the thing with the resurrection of Jimmy is that's why they kind of highlight in the movie at least uh you can't resurrect your dead husband Michael because he'll come back as something else. And so what he's dark. coming back at is, is so this like, demon. So like when um, they resurrect Jimmy and Sandra Bullock is like, no, we can't resurrect him. I asked him about like when we asked about Michael, they said that. And then 
um, Nicole Kidman's like, no, <laughs> I'm trying to say Nicole it's good, Kidman. It's good. She deserves it. <laughs> I'm like, no, Nicole Kidman's like, well, Jimmy's already dark and unnatural, so he'll come back as, as himself. But what he comes back is, and why we love this quote, is all he can say to her is, I want you to be my wife and start strangling her. And they find and, out that he's done that to multiple yeah, women. And that's the point. That is, a like, that's the too. darkest part of a human being, and that's what he comes back as. What? So this detective is... I. I think he's had to be a federal. He has to be an FBI agent. No, he's not. not I know he's not, but he has to be if he's following a serial killer who's from California, right? No, he's from. So basically, in the book Arizona? and in the movie, he's from Arizona. The he, killer. Yeah. The Jimmy, killer, Jimmy. the killer, and the cop are both from Arizona. Yeah. Wow. Oh, they've been world. doing a cat yeah. and mouse type yeah. thing. <gasps> exactly. Whoa. That's what it is. Also, that's let's turn real Scooby Doo wow. real quick. So, the detective is in the detective. This isn't a case for the detective. He's doing this on his own then, because as soon as the guy leaves the basically, state, that becomes a federal crime. Yeah. No basically, wonder he's afraid. He's not afraid to kiss Sandra Bullock. Exactly. Oh my <laughs> god. He's over here trying to pi the motherfucking. He's not chick. attached to he's, any establishment. That's why his no. badge looks so nondescript. That's because he got it from Dollar Joe. That's not a police badge. That's just his favorite silver star. He just wanted it there, and that's why they keep calling him. Mr. Hallett. And when no, the kid asks to see his gun, he doesn't show her here's because he doesn't have one. That's a lie. All of you are inferring. Okay, listen, listen, listen. Okay. I get it now. I, I, I understand listen, the movie we've now. we the case. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a better detective than this bitch. So, like, in the book, he is a detective. He does work for the Arizona Police Department. And Jimmy, basically, in the book, did not kill women and was not a serial killer, but he was a drug dealer. And what he dealt supposedly Still was weed them. but he actually dealt um uh peyote to kids oh so they would oh. od on those peyote. kids are awesome wait can you put od on peyote i think in the book you do shit i could od on water right so now like, man basically they like thought they were smoking weed they, they were like, actually smoking peyote, the peyote they took too much and, they or like something like that and they, they od'd That's like insane. they basically would have convulsions yeah. and then they died mm-hmm. and um he like Gary Hallett is like this guy is basically like he wasn't mad about like in the book he's not mad about him selling weed he's like mad about the fact that he just would sell people different drugs than what they were expecting and that's what made them die <laughs> this guy's justice barometer is so weird well like he's like all like his parents were alcoholics in the book um he he so he's his, a way bigger part in the book yeah hell wow. yeah he's hella cool in the book like he's actually like six foot three he is dark hair dark eyes he's just like a chill ass motherfucker he's like i will cry in front of people that doesn't matter to me all about like he'll see like a dead like animal carcass on the road and then he'll like stop his truck and bury it like that's a full ass thing in the book and he is all about like just vibing people out and he can't help but like see like in the book if you see look him in the eyes he will see you to your core like sally's like shook when she sees him because he's like she's like oh my god he knows i murdered someone because wow. <laughs> she definitely did But like in the book is the weird thing is jimmy did they didn't murder him he od'd sally drove his od'd body to to our that, that's a better story i think that's a better yeah it's way better it's way better because it's like jillian drives his od'd dead body to sally's house in new york and so sally's cool. like well fuck it i don't know what to do and i'm in charge of you so we'll bury him in my backyard so that's the whole point mm. is that they're irresponsible they don't know how to use magic they use magic mm. loosely and then shit ensues so like Gary Hallett in the book, his parents were alcoholics. He and all of his whole arc is about lightning. 
which is really dope. Lightning? Lightning, bro. Whoa. Like, he knows someone in high school who was struck by lightning. Um, like, two people who were in love with the aunts were struck by lightning. And um, Wait, this is Hallett we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like <laughs> Detective. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Detective, Detective Hallett. Hallett. And, like, his grandpa was struck by lightning and survived and raised him. Ooh, holy shit. This is like a cool. full on anthology <laughs> yeah. that it needs to be. And basically he's in Arizona. He's trying to suss out where Jimmy Angelo is and is like, he's a drug dealer. He, he deals people like different drugs and the, what they're expecting in the OD. And he's a horrible man. He beats people. He mm-hmm. like gets in fights constantly. And they went to high school together is the other thing. That's so really he's known him. So that this vendetta's yeah. been going yeah. on. Because he like so, took his girl to prom or something. They did it. I would be down. That's that's like this. We say we say this all the time on the podcast that the <laughs> yeah. movies that we watch mm-hmm. should become mini series. Oh if yeah, anything. yeah. Like give give us a limited series at least one season. One thousand percent. Because to jam pack this into an hour and forty five minutes. Yeah. Is is a lot to take in, which is a, why the movie is so confusing but good. It you, is. Yeah. There, you know, now that you're explaining it to me, I'm liking it a little bit more. Yeah. Definitely. You know what I what I would like to see? What? I think right now what's really interesting is like how movies have like shared universes, but they kind of take place at different times. Mm-hmm. I would like to see a movie. Let's take Practical Magic for example, and then they make the next movie is everything told from the detective's point of view. So, yeah, well, and then the next one is like everything told from Angelo's point of view. That's I would the like cool to see part that about the book as they go through different perspectives. See, on the I, w- characters. I would like the sequel to be all of the detective like, story. Detective, yeah. um, and then we see him like over Detective Hallett. Yeah, bit. yeah. Detective Hallett's perspective is basically like he finds Sally's letter because he's on the porch of Jimmy Angelo's house, and then she sends she she sends Jillian that letter. I he gets keep track it. Of that letter, yeah. He gets it, and then he reads it, and he realizes like this person is exactly who I want to be with. Like, like he's enti- like enticed by her because she's a fucking witch and she like exudes that. Yeah. And so he's just like totally like irrationally he he literally gets a plane ticket to New York is like tells his department like uh whoever is oh, in charge of him. Because they moved to New York, yeah. That's yeah, right. it, whoever's in charge of him, he's like, I'm going to New York to follow a lead. I might bring Jimmy Angelo back. I might not. And so he goes to New York and basically in the back of his mind, his dialogue is all like, I know that I'm really going to New York to meet Sally. I'm mm. not going to find mm. out. Who- so he knew it was for love. Yeah. Mm. So Which that's is what why. the movie kind of like misses a little. Yeah, because hit. it was a very abrupt that yeah. he just kissed her. Because yeah. I knew they had some tension, but I thought he was just trying to like play mind games with her to right. get information. But then, well, and that's the cool part about the book is he's still trying to be a detective and he's still trying to be like, where the fuck is this guy though? Yeah, the the car is in your driveway. Where is he? Mm-hmm. And he he can tell when people are lying to him, and she knows that, and so they have this deep bond connection. She doesn't do that spell in the book. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't believe in love in the book. Wow. So she's struck by him and is like, oh no, gross. And he's just like, oh, I love her, but I have to solve this mystery. I can't, I can't stop my detective brain. And the car is in the driveway. So where is his body? And so he's thinking that Jillian is duping her and is like trying to hide Jimmy somewhere and that she's a sweet woman. Then he realizes, no, Jimmy's dead and he's somewhere in New York. Wild, dude. You know so much about this But he covers it up. He (laughs) fucking covers it up in the book and the movie. You've read the book how many times? Twice. Twice. Okay, so you know your you know your. I wife. read it recently too. Like wow. I read it like uh like at the beginning of April, mm-hmm. and then I read it again like a month ago. And so it must be very interesting for you to be able to make these yeah. connections. Obviously, goddamn. I mean, like I, 
if I had more time in the world, I'd read all the books yeah. that I could, and I would have... <laughs> then I have a Twilight Zone episode for you, my friend. Whoa! We are getting closer to the end. Um, I There are a few more things that I do want to talk about, like the broom circle. Because oh, yeah. that fucking blew my mind that yeah. someone would bring a vacuum with them. Oh my god. Yeah, is this good? And then they don't even use it in the circle. The well, fact because that it's like come... she was supposed to bring a fucking broom. Yeah, girl. I like how someone's like, don't worry, I brought an extra. I like how Sandra, I like how these girls were just super on board. I didn't like how Sandra Bullock was like, stop. No, you know this is what you have to do. You know, to do the... <laughs> yeah. you know the exorcism isn't going to be easy. Why are you telling them to stop? I'm just curious as to why they were like, oh, we used to hate you when you were like in the but closet we're totally witch. Right. Into it now. But now you've come out of the closet. They're, they're, Vibing with the fact that Jillian is in this situation because of an abusive right. ex-boyfriend. And I think they're like, Which, how do they oh. know that? Well, it's all about femininity. That's yes. the part I think that like disconnects. It's like, you know, basically why they're all like against these witches is because witches are about like femininity and like, you know, yeah. really empowering oneself. Yeah. And all of the town is scared of them. Like in the book, they basically like the townspeople kind of like are scared of them and shun them but also kind of go to them in secret for advice and stuff which um they kind of try to express in the movie so at the end what they kind of also try to express is that all these women shun them and hate them in the movie and the book but basically they are curious of them and actually are envious of them Mm -hmm. and that's why they hate them so much and like that, like the one woman who Sandra Bullock is like, I'm surprised to see you here. And she's like, well, I've always been curious to see you inside your house. Yeah, which like, I thought was like a l- interesting answer. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think that girl's name is actually Sandy. Or something. I think you're or right. Sally. Sally or Sandy. Sally is the name of Sandra Bullock's character. Oh, yeah, you're right. Then it um, has to be Sandy. Are you familiar with the Bechdel test? No. The Bechdel test is something that people have created um, for like any form of cinema or any kind of movie. And essentially, it's three questions that you ask. If something is a what they would quote a feminist masterpiece, mm-hmm. it would have to have a scene where there's two women having a conversation that's not about either the plot, a man, um, or... Oh, fuck. Let me just pull it up real quick. Um, and so it's this big test that people do for movies to see if they're like... If it's like feminine forward... Exactly. Right? If the character, if the female characters in there are given enough, uh, given the respect, uh, as opposed to like what women characters in like movies or yeah. like past stories so, were lacking of, right? So the test requires it's three questions. It, it has to feature a scene of at least two women that talk to each other about something other than a man, and that it requires the women to both have names. So like it can't just be two sidebar characters. Like yeah. it has to be two characters that are named talking about it. Uh, and I unfortunately. I see how the book is definitely a feminine right. empowering movement. Unfortunately, I don't think the movie passes the Bechdel test because everything they talk about either has to do with getting right. rid of a guy, finding a guy, solving the problem of the ghost guy. Yeah. And unfortunately, like I think that's the sign of the 90s in this yeah, movie. Yeah, absolutely. And that's like, where they, they kind of try to bridge the gap. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't get the actual message. At least right. s- someone in Warner Brothers, when they went to produce it, didn't get the message and like, turned this into something it's not. I agree. I think they tried. I think they tried their best in what time period they had. For sure. But it's like like the only part that I can think of that doesn't have to do with man but then ends up having to do with man is the um, Midnight Margarita scene. Yeah. Yeah. But then it, 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 
it always turns around. For, and yeah. like, I was really pulling for this movie to pass the Bechdel test. I yeah, really wanted absolutely, it to. Absolutely, absolutely. And then like, and then I even went online to like look, and a couple of people were like, oh, I totally does. This is the best. And then yeah. like, there's one person who's like, actually, guys, no, look at it. Like, really it take a step doesn't. out and look at it. And it, it's because it I will say, I will agree with you. It is because it it was made in the nineties. Yeah, and that's yeah. And now in two, 2020 obviously women have uh there's more empowerment for women right. right we're more forward thinking with that as a society and the only you know the only things on women's minds are not only boys and like men right. like the disdain that they have within problematic relationships it's more than that but this was of that time yeah i think this yeah. movie could have served that the the Woman empowerment better if it focused more on the relationship between Jillian and Sally and, and like her and, and raising her. In the book, her, it does, and that's where I think it is why fails. It comes and back. that's why I want like a mini series or something. Man, that would be dope. That is the I, the typical ICBTB prescription yeah. that we give everything. <laughs> that's great. Um, rate this movie out of five. Rate it. Fuck. Okay, I give it a four point five. Four point five. I was gonna guess you would probably given it a five. A five. Yeah. I would give it a four point five for improvement because mm-hmm. it was made in the nineties. Yeah, it, it has definitely some problems. It yeah. has some problems, especially with the dialogue, and also like, oh man, like everything in the book is so much more descriptive. Mm-hmm. Like, I really want a mini series. Yeah, I, I, we're with you on that. How yeah, about you? I um, you know, I. I'm right around a three. I'm right in the Same. middle for me. Um, I don't know if I would have watched this movie if you wouldn't have brought it up. Yeah. I was telling Christian, I was like, I don't know if this movie's made for guys like us um, or guys. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I enjoyed it, and I'm glad you were able to explain some of the things for us without yeah. uh, you know without us losing the the side of it. Yeah. Uh, three out of five for me. Uh, that's a solid. It can't be that bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we do have a spectrum here, okay. and. Uh, but after talking to you, it, it's it's more without getting into decimals. It is more than just a three to me. Um, it would help if we read the book too, but uh, yeah. uh, we're busy folk, and so it <laughs> helps that you're here. Um, I'm best person on set award should go to Sandra Nicole Bullock. Kidman. Oh yeah, um, both Nicole Kidman both just right here. Equally great. We give it to both of them. Right here. Who's on top? Sandra, just because she gets a little more screen time. I think. I think. It's because like, she had that slow motion running. That's why. Did she have slow motion running? <laughs> yeah, during she the did. kiss. Oh, this kiss, this <laughs> that kiss. Scene. Um, so good. They My could, favorite scene. Yeah, they could both get with it, the dogs. Though. They could both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dogs there. And the way that I do want to say one last thing before we go. The way he fucking the first husband dies is just like tricked you. So you thought he was gonna get run over by tragic. these twenty I bikers. Definitely did not think that the bikes were gonna kill him. Like, oh, yeah, the bikers. Like, the fact that he was so scared of the bikers, I was like, Does, is that gonna come back later? Is he like gonna fall off of a bike <laughs> no. or something? I thought that's where that was. He could and, dodge. And then everybody who's warning him, hey, watch out. We're clearly warning him for the truck. Yeah. yeah. Because they definitely all saw the truck and he didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say one thing real quick. When the witches Mary Poppins off the roof. Yeah. Did they purposely all wear the same socks that the evil witch yeah, does? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a big thing in like uh, witch culture or whatever. It's like tip of the hat. It's like uh, tip of the Wizard hat. of Oz. Mm. If you're a witch, you wear striped socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Witches, yeah. man. I had a witch uh, put a spell on our podcast a couple years ago, about a year ago. Once it's right after we started. slowly but surely working, right? Don't worry. Hey. I'll put another one on. Do it, please. Yeah, we're not um, supposed to talk. Um, we're, um. <laughs> we're not supposed to say it. I think that ruins it. I think if, if I read enough about magic. Why do you keep bringing it up, dude? Yeah. It's on you. Alex, you're, yeah. you're making me work double time here. You're fucking it. I yeah, make everybody dude. work double time. You should see my manager. <laughs> Bald as shit. Uh, so stressed stress is real um any last words thank you for joining us for our halloween special baddies um so we don't have last words and then you said any last words words and shut up shut up (laughs) (laughs) i got it handled i got it handled handled. 
This was fun, guys. Uh, happy Halloween. Stay safe. Check your candy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't. Don't. Wear a mask. Vote. Don't trust strangers. Mother. Eat a shit ton of candy and sweets and go, ooh. ooh. You'll have to trust some of those strangers because you're not going to get candy from everybody. It's you know? called the store. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're still you're paying right. for candy on Halloween? I take it from children. It's very easy. <laughs> That's right. what having children is for, stealing oh, their candy. Let's go in a circle. Favorite piece of candy, and then we'll end it. Oh, man. I know this is going to get a lot of flack, but I really enjoy Almond Joys. I was about to say that, too. Dude, I've been in such a deep pocket with you today. <laughs> Jolly Ranchers. Fuck out of here. Yeah, well, you that know. breaks teeth. Sounds like Alejandro's national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> this kid. This kid.